0: listening to The Atomic Geeks, a podcast covering movies, TV, comic books, video games, and everything in between. So geeky.
1: Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of The Atomic Geeks. I'm your host this week, Andrew Bloom. I'm calling in from London, and I'm drinking a tasty Rickards White. I don't have the orange, but I got it straight from the bottle. Let's see who else we have around the table.
2: Well, hello everyone, Mike Downs here, back home, safe and sound in Halifax, Nova Scotia, uh, drinking an Alexander Keith's, and uh, yeah, that's about
0: it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Hello, Internet, it's your friend Christian in the Shangri-La of Oakville, in his basement, and in my hand... I'm clutching a product from the Cool Beer Brewing Company. It's a nice bottle of Millennium Buzz Hemp Beer. And it's Hempalicious. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow. Hey, hey,
0: hey. Uh, it's Michael
3: DiGiovanni. I'm sitting in Toronto, or dot as the kids call it. And tonight I'm having a Southern Tier Creme Brulee Stout. And I've got to tell you, it's fucking tasty. <laughs> I think they're always fucking tasty and right? stout. <laughs> yes, it's like Crem, creme brulee. Oh man, this thing is fucking incredible.
0: Wait, what is it's, creme brulee? Isn't that a dessert or something?
3: Yeah, it's but it's got like that, like it's got like of a vanilla bean sort of flavor to it. Man, it's like drinking a milkshake. But I it makes say, you are you having, feel having funny. a? Are you having a coffee or a beer? Well, it's ten percent, so I don't think it's oh. a. <laughs> 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 hey man, I
2: started. I started the fucking sweet vanilla beer shit, man.
3: That's that's true. You were one?
2: I did single-handedly. See,
1: yeah, he 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 told the breweries what to do. For uh for those of you uh keeping score, uh we're back at home and on Skype this week. Um had a had a good uh, little fun episode last week uh at DJ's place in Toronto. Uh and this week I'm the lucky one who gets to host. Before we get going, I just want to see does anyone have any geek news?
3: Why, yes, Mr. Bloom, I do in fact. Uh, You know, I just want... So professional. Well, I do, sir, Uh, if I may just jump in here for a moment. Okay, Uh, sir.
0: Yeah, I have Form uh, 3AB here that says I can proceed with the Geek News, and here it is.
3: It's signed by all the uh, respected parties that are necessary. Um, Such a long intro.
0: Don't forget the the cover sheet.
1: Okay, let's get to
3: our topic. (laughs) Well, no, I just wanted to throw this out there because... uh, To no surprise, or to anyone who's got a television, a newspaper, a magazine, or a computer to access the intro web, you've probably heard about the blockbuster business that uh, Twilight, A New Moon, a uh, a movie or franchise that we have made quite a bit of fun of at Andrew's expense on this uh, podcast uh, (laughs) series. But, you know... On its opening weekend, which was uh, a week ago at the time of this recording, they, uh, the movie opened at $140 million, it, uh, which makes it uh, the third largest uh, opening of all time, edging out Dark Knight and all three of the Star Wars prequels, if you can fucking believe it. It also single-handedly broke... The one-day total record, which was, I believe, on Thursday night at midnight, where it made close to $26 million. So this is unbelievable. But the question I ask to my fellow atomic geeks is, what's the matter with us? Because we have made fun of this. We have not, you know, we've never talked about it in trailer talk. We've never talked about, uh, you know, any interest in seeing this movie What's wrong with us? What, why is the world so crazy about this?
1: You know, this is the pop, kitty pop music of the movie industry. This is, this is that, that thing that all the teeny bopper girls and, well, I guess some boys are going out to see. And they're selling it out everywhere for, you know, what was it, like a week? Because um, I tried to get tickets so hard. <laughs> uh, but this, that's literally what it is. This is the Hannah Montana of movies, not the Hannah Montana movie.
0: Well, I'll I'll tell you right now, speaking for myself, and I'm just coming to terms with it. Obviously, this is the point in my life where I become totally out of touch. (laughs) Where I become this is the point. yes, right now, this is it. (laughs) I become the the the, the, the old man is basically sits around watching westerns all the time and said, (laughs) "You don't know what a real movie is. Watch this movie, you know."
3: I don't understand these kids. It's totally true though, because when you think about when massive blockbusters, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, uh, you know, the Matrix trilogy, even to a lesser extent. But when all of these films come out, don't you feel like you're a part of that blockbuster community? You're part of that, the buzz. And I'm looking at this thing going, holy shit, like this is bigger now, literally, than the Harry Potter films. I mean, which is younger, which is a younger demo, but I still like the Harry Potter films. I'm looking at this going, what the fuck is going on so christian your point though quite humorous is true like i mean we're on the outside looking in
0: yeah, yeah i, mean, this I is... like I'm, I'm not part of the buzz at all i don't even feel a little even a tingle
1: <laughs> <laughs> well this is just those those movies that well obviously based on the fact that i on episode four of all things mentioned that i read the book and it wasn't that bad i'm still getting made fun of nobody on the show is ever going to bother watching these movies or or reading the books because of the fact that we all make fun of it so much. But it definitely has an audience, uh, just not us.
3: Well, no, you know what? I mean, I, I'm, I eagerly anticipate Mr. Downs' comments on this because he is being a bit quiet. But I will say one thing. I sat through the first Twilight, whatever that was called, Twilight, the blood or the blood Twilight, love is born, okay. or whatever the, whatever the fuck it was called. Uh, but like high school love. But uh, it was awful. Okay. Yeah, that's we, horrible I, we, I watched it on demand after it came out. It was cheaply made, yeah. poorly made. Uh, it was, I mean, it was like direct-to-DVD type film, it felt like. Is, is that their way of making big money? Because
1: obviously they knew there was an audience built in there. And I, I also watched oh. it. And, oh, I think Downs is alive. And uh, it is seriously a... Terrible movie with horrible special effects. I'm assuming that they've stepped it up a little bit for this one. I don't know.
3: Downs, were you going to say something there? I've,
2: I've been I've been trying to get in for the last fucking five minutes, but everyone keeps minute. going. Um, to you know, to take it back to what you said, Mike. First, um, you know, is uh, what's wrong with us? Is I don't think anything's fucking wrong with us. Um, you know, Bloom said no one on this podcast is going to go to the theater to check that uh to check this out. This just happens to be a fad. That happens to be a movie uh, execution, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of this shit that goes on that we don't take part of either, you know what I mean? This happens to be even more so because every fucking little teenage girl in the fucking nation is going to check this shit out. I mean, this is just a yeah. fad on a massive scale. I mean, it's not supposed to, you know, appeal to us. I mean, Titanic, how many of, of us would have saw that, like... In opening night, either I mean, I, I would have made a saw, but I didn't see it opening night. You know what I mean? And that was even almost because it was something really good in film. So yeah, you know, I, I don't feel that big of a deal that you know it. This made a lot of fucking money. I mean, it's a lot of fucking teenage girls fucking yeah. spend disposable income, and, and they're, they're taking all kinds of teenage boys with them. All these kids went and saw this movie this weekend. I mean, you didn't miss. This was a fucking happening on the social scene in, in the teenagers' lives.
3: Well, no, I yeah. guess what I'm surprised at is I, I totally agree this is not marketed to us. Though I will say with a lot of people at, uh, at my office where I work who are in their 30s were pretty damn excited and went opening weekend. So it's not an only teenagers, that's for sure. But uh, obviously the built-in audience from the crappy book series helps. <laughs> but the th- I was just so amazed uh, getting back to that, is how shitty the first movie was. I mean, regardless if you're not the audience of the film, it was very poorly made. And I think what, you know, Andrew, and you were touching on this a bit earlier was that I don't know if they had a lot of faith in this series when they first, you know, decided that they were going to adapt it for film. Cause I don't, it clearly, they didn't have a huge budget. They didn't have, I guess a big name director on it. And that's probably an understatement I, I have a feeling with the second film, they maybe made some adjustments, but I mean, it's just to me, I it, can't believe it can't I, get worse. Yeah, I just can't believe that. The, I guess this loyal fucking book audience or teenage girls, as Downs have said it, have driven a film this to that size. I mean, a hundred and four because I mean, really, the reviews I've heard of people who have seen it still said it's pretty shit for number two. Yeah. It's like, yeah.
1: Well, I think this is, is sorry, Christian, like w- what we were talking about, I don't think this is a thing where you have to start to say, well, I'm out of touch. I might as well uh, hike my pants up to my armpits and uh, lose all my hair. It's just not aimed at us. It's like new kids on the block, not aimed at anyone but DJO. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, but I think the one thing that we, we should uh, should uh, understand and, and realize is the revenue stream of uh, teenage girls and maybe we should make some adjustments on the podcast to uh get some of that market as well. That's true. I'm a vampire. <laughs> now that's a good pants. idea. Does that help? That's right. So next week on the geeks, Miley Cyrus exposed
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. On on that note, let's get down to our topic. As as I usually have the uh, the the somewhat silly uh dream like topics this week The Atomic Geeks have won $100 million. And we're going to ask the question, and several of them, what are you going to do with it? Just the premise of this, it's pretty simple. We've all played the game before. What would you do if you won the lottery? Each one of us individually has won $100 million. And the question is out there, what are we going to do? So just to get us rolling, I'm going to start with my first question towards Mr. DiGiovanni. Hello. You just won $100 million, as I said. Uh, what? Par's uh, uh. <laughs> a heart attack. It <laughs> <Just> falls over. <laughs> <It's> a million. <laughs> my, my question to you, sir, what do you do first? It's the first 24 hours of winning the money. What does Michael Giovanni do?
0: Buy your friends presents. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I probably uh, clean up my drawers because I probably would have shit them quite thoroughly, I think, when I first heard that news. I probably would have been on the phone quite a bit with people going, uh, you know, your family and friends going like, dude, is was that you I saw on the news? Did you win, you know, $100 million? So I'm sure there'd be a lot of that excited, giddy, you know, discussions letting everyone know. Uh, but to be perfectly honest, I think I'd get tanked. I gotta be like, <laughs> there is no, because this would be like a second birth. If you think about it, this would be a, a $100 million is complete life-changing. Not that even $10 million, but, I mean, $100 million is your life as you know it the day before we heard this announcement is over. I mean, See for,
1: you later, all, Atomic Geeks. I'm out of here. Well,
3: <laughs> or, I mean, at least I'm podcasting with a fucking gold headset. I mean, at the very <laughs> least, you know, in a mink. And, and, a,
1: and, and just to point out to our American listeners, in Canada, when you win the lottery... You win all of
3: it in one lump sum, no taxes. Yeah, so that's just, I mean, that's it. It it is $100 million. So, I I, I mean, to think the first 24 hours, I think you would be so, or I would be so, like, not even... Sober. Yeah, like, I mean, (laughs) sober in the sense of that you, I don't think you'd be able to ascertain what was actually really going on. I mean, that it would not even seem real, because if you actually try to process that, it's like... You don't have um, a really any financial wor- uh, concerns now. You're, you're probably your children's future have no financial concerns. I mean, children's children, if you weren't a complete idiot. Yeah. If you don't like, I mean, I guess we'll get to what we're going to do with this money. So maybe I don't want to start saying children's children because I we uh, some of us might blow this shit. But like, yeah. I, I think it would just for the if you're talking about the first 24 hours, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I literally think there would be a complete giddy overwhelm uh, overwhelmed. I, I think for me, um, I would probably unhook my
1: phone because it, it just whenever somebody wins a lottery, the first people that ring you on the phone is the charities, and everybody saying do that the first day though. I think as soon as that news hits, I mean, you would probably find out, and then once it hits the newsstand, you'd need to change your phone and your address, if not your identity to get away from those would-be friends or fair-weather people who come along and say hey uh I'm your friend remember just happened uh, to be
0: passing by <laughs> what's new yeah. hey I need a million dollars downs
1: so downs what would you do in the first like your first thing not your first 24 hours but what's your what's your initial I got to do this I just want a 100 million dollars
2: well it's it's funny uh, that, uh because just as you've been Going in this direction, this is where my uh, my first response would be: is I would uh, totally disappear for uh, probably for forty-eight hours or to a week. Um, you know, I, I have I would have passports ready. You know, anyways, so the minute I found out something like that, I would you know get the check. So the first thing, the very first thing I would do is on the way to pick it up um, because, in fact, I have a bit of a drive to get it. If it ever happened, um, I, I would like you know drive right to the nearest car dealer and buy. the the nearest, the best sports car they had or whatever, you know what I mean, to take my drive to go get my money, which I would then, you know, deposit and then, you know, immediately get in a plane and go somewhere (laughs) to really then – uh, let it soak in, and, and because mm-hmm. before anyone contacts me, you know, I would, you know, luckily, the beauty I have being down here is a lot of people can't get a hold of me anyways, um, and those few people who would have my cell phone number would be people I trust as it is, so, you know, the only phone, I'd, I'd have one number, it would be a cell phone, and the few people who could get a hold of me would, but otherwise, I would disappear until I figured out, okay, I mean, with, like, as, as Mike has said, this is a lot of money, um, mm-hmm. you're going you're gonna to donate a lot of this, you know, you're going to set up friends and Friends and family, so you know, you want to think about that you want to, I just want to be away from everything and you know somewhere sipping cocktails while i think up, think about my future man i just my whole as, as DJ said i ain 't fucking
3: working or anything for the rest of my life if i don 't want to you know what I mean so well, you yeah, know yeah. what like I actually uh know sort of by two degrees of separation someone. Uh, that won a, a substantial lottery like this, I think it was maybe 25 million. And this is going back maybe about eight years ago. They were literally instructed to say that most people, when they win of a, a lottery of a certain value, I mean anything over like, you know, 15, 20 grand, if you win something in the millions, you're literally almost told it's kind of the unwritten rule to disappear, as Downs put it, like to go. I'm disappearing. Like, that's why you hear a lot of people go, well, fuck, we're going for a month. Like we're heading to Europe or I'm going to fucking Jamaica or something. It's like because mm-hmm. to the the people that would hit you up, not just friends, the that news, once it hits the wire, all the charitable donations of people that are hitting yeah. you up. I so I do agree. I mean, I think with downs, I think all of us would do that where I mean, and I'm sure you're going to get to that. Angel, where we would all disappear. I mean, I w- obviously wouldn't do that in the first 24 hours. but like. I think it would be advised almost for your own sanity to kind of get the fuck out.
0: Gee, I was going to get a horse and carriage and a big fur coat and a crown and get a big <laughs> potato sack full of dollars and just throw them in the streets as I went up and Making down Young rain. Street.
1: <laughs>
0: Look at me. Like I, I'm made of I, money.
1: <laughs> I, I think, like, I've thought about this enough times that I probably have a game plan all I'll, figured out. Like, I would love to go and buy cars for all the, my, you know, close family and friends and, like, take everybody on a trip and stuff, it's probably not realistic because... If I called you all up and said, "Hey, I want a hundred million dollars. I'm going to take you all to, you know, Jamaica or, or uh, Cabo San Lucas for a week," you'd be like, "I got to work, man. Leave me alone."
2: But, but you know what? Like that, that's what I mean. Like that's why I think my my initial my initial response is get the fuck out. And then you contact people and say, "Okay, listen. I won a bunch of fucking money. I'm down here in Mexico. I got a plane going on this day. If you can get on it, you know what I mean. Or here's a couple of planes. Yeah, full of people. Come down here, and then you give them their gift." Down there, you know, whatever it is, down in some fucking tropical place. You know what I mean? You yeah. that, you, know, I, you probably don't ever come home. I mean, it's probably a year before you come home.
0: Apparently, the practical thing to do, they say, with these lottery like lottery winnings, is essentially to lawyer up as quickly as possible. Like these big, big winnings.
1: Yeah. So now, now, Christian, not to not to cut you off, but going forward, this is the Atomic Geeks win the hundred million. Let's not worry about any of the charities or the lawyering or the. You know, strange people coming to get you. You got a hundred million dollars, Christian. Long term, what do you do to sustain your richness? Do you just blow it like an idiot in ten minutes, or do you invest? Like, do you continue working? Do you open your own business? What do you do?
0: Mm. Well, I, I I doubt I would continue working. I, I would assume that there'd be a, a lot of uh, fucking traveling in my future. Because I mean, I mean, what else am I going to do? But, I mean, as far as, I think my plan would be if I won that much money, basically speaking to some kind of financial dickhead who knows a lot more about this stuff than I do, was essentially how much of this do I need to put aside in some magical financial place that will keep giving me money, you know, on a regular basis until I, you know, I not retire, I guess I go tits up, so to speak. You know what I mean? Kind of right. keep that, uh, enough uh, cash flow coming in. But essentially, the rest of it, I'm just going to go friggin ape shit. You know what I mean? Well
1: what yeah, like I get it, like live off the interest type of thing. But yeah, you've yeah, got to yeah. have those those spending the spending sprees. Like, like the
0: like the easiest way to do it. Like not, I don't want to hear, hey, this stock is good this got like fuck the stocks. Put it the frickin' the simplest fucking thing. that's you sit in there and, and just fucking makes money all by itself, you know?
1: We could take the Atomic Geeks
0: National <laughs>
1: <laughs> and have a Atomic Geeks TV show all funded by me. It would be, you know, the worst rated show on television. Nobody would watch it. But, holy shit! Would it be fun for about six weeks?
2: <laughs> well, you know so, what I mean. It's just, that's not even that outside of the realm of possibilities. Because you think when you have this amount of money, you you can either buy a fucking television station somewhere or something. You know what I mean? So yeah. this is what fucking rich, stupid ass people do with when they got when you got that much money. I mean, that's the thing we're talking about as such an exorbitant amount of money. Is I, I would think you would I would sit around going, okay, I'm gonna make a film. I don't know what the fuck it's going to be about, but I'm going to make a fucking film. I'm going to go buy a, a film studio. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, and I, I think you would do stupid, whimmy shit like that because it's such an amount. You would fucking piss money away. I I would. I would, but, but, but I would think some of these things would be businesses, hopefully, that would take off, but, you would, but like Mike says, you need to have some sort of advisor, at least I would, to uh, make sure I'm you know, not just fucking... You need, a, you need an things. advisor now.
0: I would be more likely investing in probably the most comfortable fucking chair in the history of all time, <laughs> and then basically buy a comic book store and tell them to deliver everything inside to my fucking basement.
1: Would you, what, would you have a comic book stored open to the public, or you well,
0: that, just, see, that would you just I See if I, million, I would walk into the Silver Snail, or I'd call up and make an appointment to get in there after the closing, and I'd basically walk in there, and I would just say, give me everything. <laughs> and then a big truck would pull up front, and they'd just load it up and said, see you later!
1: They would dump it off. Speaking of, of, of buying things, DJ, what,
3: what do you think the geekiest thing is that you'd buy? Geekiest thing I bought well, that there's that's probably a long list because I, I I think I'm more in a Christian's boat here is that there, there's no question for me I mean I'm not working I can tell you that if I may backstep here a little bit there is no fucking way the first thing that would happen that well actually probably maybe number two after I got very drunk I would probably then go in the next day and go well, I'm out of here, jerk faces, I quit. Like Because there's no way I'm doing a 9-to-5 job working for somebody else again. That's, that is gone, I think, and I would hope the rest of you guys would agree with me on that. Not to say we're going to sit around and just eat corn chips and, you know... Masturbate. And masturbate, like, uh, you know, our usual weekends. I, I would never walk in and just do the job that we are relegated to do outside of the Atomic Geeks empire. Would but- you would you uh pull a big quit scene at your office like shit on your office, your boss's desk or would you just well i mean i i, I would up, make right? it dramatic i'm not sure i would defecate anywhere but i mean <laughs> i might i might hire a uh, you know a brass band of some sort to come in and play and disrupt everything and i might throw some pies in some people's faces now that's <laughs> that's talking but uh but on to your point about like the geekiest thing i mean i One thing, I mean, I know with $100 million, and I'm I'm sure we'll elaborate on this, there is a lot you can do with this money. This is not a, you know, well, if you had $5 million, you know, you could put some money away. You might, be like, $100 million to, uh, you know, Down said this earlier, you're going to piss some of this away. Like, that. I mean, there's no question whether you're going to make some bad decisions, purchase some shit that, you know, friends are going to go, or wives, more specifically, are going to say, what the fuck did you need that for? Like, oh. I mean, that's that's I, gonna happen. Like, for
0: sure, I guarantee I mean, it.
3: Like, I'm there is one thing I would love to have, and this is not right up. This is not the biggest thing, but I mean, I'm buying a life size statue that I can get up and sit on of a Tauntaun. I mean, there's no way that I'm not having in my house that I could watch television on where I could sit and lean on a taunta- a big furry Tauntaun.
1: Yeah, I would totally, like along the Star Wars line, I would make sure I have a actual Stormtrooper outfit from the movie with a blaster. And then I would hire some geek, like I'd get a Darth Vader outfit or a Luke Skywalker. I'd probably buy them all because I could. And pay some super science nerd to build me a lightsaber i don't care if it took him
3: 10 years well you know what like exactly andrew in this sense we can basically get any fucking thing you ever wanted like i mean if you want to get someone to build you a fucking you know an exact replica of conan the barbarian sword that he used in the conan the destroyer you're gonna ha- you get it like for you know the, what i mean for the
1: 100 million dollars you could probably buy conan
3: yeah, he could be your uh, your your you know your bodyguard or potentially your uh, chauffeur if you want.
0: Well, you're, paid, that would be. you're paying Schwarzenegger to actually act like Conan, like No, we're hours talking a day. the
3: real Conan. Oh. He, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Plucking him from the void, bringing him to start being your driver. Like these are the sort of things I'm going to spend my money on.
2: Well, you know, if uh, it's funny because you guys talk about like the sword or whatever. I, I guess my geekiest thing would be is that I you know I would have a museum of collectibles you know what i mean of like every sword from the lord of the rings movie and you know like like batman's house almost you know what i mean like one yeah. one room would be like almost like like a, a wax museum you know what i mean but i would have like one place where you walk through and it's like 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 planet hollywood maybe or something you know what i mean With well, all i, of I don't
1: even yeah i don't even have to ask that question but one of my questions on here which i knew was going to go towards downs is would you become a
3: crazy collector of anything I, I think that's you already a collector. I think that's a given, though. You have like that. But what anyone, would you What would you collect? But any like anyone that has an exorbitant amount of money starts collecting fucking shit. Like we're I, I'm I think all of us are in some degree, maybe except for Christian, uh, are
0: <laughs>
3: are you know it, collectors. I, I'm still just bitter at you that you stopped buying comic books. But anyways, we're not going to get into that. But like we. <laughs> <laughs> but like we are all collectors of things already like with our you know minuscule uh, you know money that we have so it's like downs has his action figures we all have dvds we have fucking cds and comics and everything could you imagine if all of a sudden anything that you ever saw or anything that you ever wanted was possible like really to yeah. Downs's point like you would open wings of fucking like i'm going to have uh you know the Hellboy's Gun, you know, I'm going to have what the look, that, like Downs and I, when he was in Toronto a couple, uh, last week when we were recording, we actually went into the Silver Snail, which was uh, mentioned a little bit earlier in this episode. The Silver Snail is probably the best comic book store in Toronto, but uh, uh, the, arguably on, on, the,
2: on the planet,
3: we like to say on the planet, but arguably the best one in Canada. I think that is safe to say. And Silver Snail has some fucking great collectibles, and we're seeing, like, you know, there's, uh, you know, statues of, you know, you can get, like, pieces of kryptonite, and you can get Hellboy's actual gun, and you can get the, the what's it, the little, the uh, Big Baby, or what was yeah, that? Yeah, 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 the Big Baby, like, the really huge one, it was, like, six feet long. Yeah, and it's, like, six, seven hundred dollars, that would be chump change for you if you mm-hmm. had this money. Like, you would buy all of that, like, you would just go... Oh, fucking right! This is like that would be like the equivalent now of going, oh, yeah, I'm in Walmart, and this uh, Cannonball Run Two is five bucks. Maybe I'll buy that. Like that's you'd be doing that with six, seven, eight hundred dollar purchases.
1: I don't, I don't know if I'd be collecting those. I think for me, I'd be like, I'm gonna collect cars from movies and TV shows I like. I would buy Magnum, P, Magnum P.I.'s Ferrari, the Batmobile, um, the some DeLorean. Other the, the uh, Delorean. Okay, okay, okay.
2: A Delorean like that would be. What I'd be collecting. Well, oh, so, I mean, we haven't got into collecting yet because I would be, cars would probably be my, like, I would collect cars like Jerry Seinfeld or like Jay Leno. I mean, I would have movie cars. I would have, you know, uh, every new hot car that came out. I mean, I would have to have probably 50 to 100 cars. I mean, any I, anytime I dream about, you know, the, the day that I win the lottery, you know, Depending on the amount, there's a certain allotment of that that just goes to vehicles. I, mean, I just think that cars are the ultimate collectible. So I would have, as, as, as you say, Andrew, I mean, the Charger, everything. Hummers, every, I would have every no. fucking vehicle known to man. See, That's
1: the difference. It, it's it's uh, the, the boys and their toys. It's just the amount of
3: money that you have to spend on them. See, um, cars for me uh, is not a big deal. Me... I want a boat, motherfucker. I'm on a boat. boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I, I probably would too. And I think I don't know if I give a shit so much about having 14 Ferraris, but I, I do like the idea of having a replica of, you know, the, the Batmobile and things like that. You know, for me personally, and I know someone. I think Christian touched on this earlier. I mean, I'm buying a comic book store or multiple ones. I mean, that's been a a dream of mine. And if you have this, you know, limitless amount of money, I'm walking into, I mean, I'm not going to maybe start one from the ground up, but, you know, Christian said, I'm going to walk in the silver sale and buy every goddamn comic. I'd be like, hey, guys, I'm buying the place. Like, I think I would just go, you're working for me now. Like, that's. Definitely something that would happen. Like, as yeah, you just walk in and try that, you're working for me now. Who the fuck are you, motherfucker? Get the hell out of here. Your money's no good here, sir. I'm <laughs> giving you thirty million dollars. Please get the door. Get gets like fucking full Nelson. The no.
2: <laughs> uh, but no, I, would, I, I, I would totally agree. Sorry, Christian. Um, and especially, it's not even with a hundred million. In fact, if I want a million, I might buy a comic store and live out my days in, in a comic book shop. But um, you know, I would think that. Uh, a, yeah, a comic book store or a chain of comic book stores. You know, I would think that would be one of my venues of, of generating in- continued income. I would think, is I would just buy something like that.
0: I think I would just, I would just, I would even run the Silver Snail as a business. No offense to all the fans of the Silver Snail, but I mean, I would basically walk in there with my fur coat and my fedora with the feather in it and my uh, big sunglasses, and I would buy that place and essentially for about a week just sit around and read comics like I was actually in the store, but just reading whatever the hell I wanted.
1: So you'd close it down for a week
3: and say, here, I'll give you...
0: Well, as long, you know, as, it, as, long as it would take to just basically get through everything. So, yeah, a week, week and a half.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but how yeah. awesome yeah, would sure. it be to not necessarily, I don't want to say no, once again, no offense to any people that work at comic book stores because I really do envy you. But I wouldn't want to manage that. But I mean, I'd love to own it because I would love to have those abilities to, you know, bring in, uh, you know, creators and people like that to for signings and having having like special events and coordinating that having your friends over for you know (laughs) private reading parties as you go in at night and you know like
0: why do you need yeah. a store for that, though? Why don't you just call it, call it fucking DJOCon and have it in your freaking ballroom of your goddamn mansion? And say, <laughs> all you fuckers, I'm sending planes out. Come on over. We're going to party.
3: Oh, <laughs> you <laughs> got about the $100 million. <laughs> yeah, you well, could
0: that's,
2: it's, funny. it's funny because what you bring up is, like, most of the stuff we're talking about, and I think it's part of the fact is, is that we don't have the money, but you've got to think of that long-term, how does this change your life? You know what I mean? Like, after buying all the shit... A year from now, or two years from now, after you're done, you know, traveling everywhere, drinking everywhere, fucking everything that moves. You know what I mean? You're gonna be like, okay, now what?
3: <laughs> I knew. I, I wait just, a second. Uh. I knew that this was gonna happen because we did an episode. <laughs> would you rather a, a little while yeah. ago? Downs, I knew would get this like the fucking anything. We don't have wives now. We've got that's assumed. Well, that's question number 10. (laughs) Honestly,
2: (laughs) this is
1: question number 10. I was talking
2: about Andrew being single. I didn't mean me.
1: Yeah, my question number 10 is downs. How quick would you leave your wife? (laughs)
2: That's not a very nice thing to say.
1: Oh, you know, I'm kidding. The question is for actually this is the this is the honest to goodness question and you're touching on it. And uh, I, I just wanted to get to it is what's the first thing you change about your life? living or luxury um i'm gonna throw that to christian
0: life living or luxury
1: so what's the first thing you change like you just want all that money are you changing your house are you changing where you live are you just upgrading everything stays the same are you finding a new you moving to uh um whatchamacallit <laughs> and having like seven wives
0: my building that that giant castle on the mountain with my face carved into the side of it um it's probably going to be, first thing is, is, is probably the house. I mean, uh, I mean, essentially, I, I want to leave the house. I mean, God, I love the house and the Shangri-La to this Oakville. Uh, I, you know, I must leave this house because, A, I'm going to need uh, more space for all the stuff. And, B, I've got to friggin' live the dream. I've got to have the friggin' garage. And, and more importantly, I've got to get to work on probably what will be the most ultimate man cave ever created.
3: Wait a minute! You say I gotta have the I want to live the dream. I gotta have the garage. Well, not the, the dream garage. dream is the garage.
0: No, <laughs> the dream is just having the big house, I guess. But actually, the, <laughs> the dream, the dream, the more the, the dream, the bigger dream is essentially having that man cave. That is it. Like the super man cave, you know, the man cave where I you basically mean, at some you point.
1: You mean the bat cave? Come on. Well,
0: yes, well, that's where I'm. That's my next point. Because essentially, this man cave has got to have somewhere on the main floor. Access to it, whether it's a secret door or a bookshelf or something like that, that basically has those fire poles. It goes right down to my man cave, and that's where it begins. <laughs> yeah. See, so,
3: so you know what? That's a great idea. Like because Christian and I have talked about this, you know, offline, if you will, and uh, you know, because now you're talking about the the, the money levels. Where you can just basically do anything. Some any architect's going to look and go, who the fuck is this guy? But all right, sure, yeah, I can put that in there. Like you can do anything you want. You want to, you know, move a book and your and your bookcase swings around. I mean, I'm talking my house. I'm having slides in it for Christ's sakes. I mean, I'm sliding from bedrooms down to the uh, to the ground floor. Okay, so so based on that, what what would
1: what would be your house? Describe your house. Where would it be, and what? geek rooms would you have in it i know everyone's like i'd have a home theater but i mean i'd have a home theater that could sit a hundred people i'd have a pimple-faced snot-nosed kid making me popcorn 24-7
0: well yeah instead like instead of podcasting from this lovely uh leatherback uh, chair i have now uh, the th- first thing i'd start with is basically getting a replica of the friggin uh, the command chair from the enterprise there we go and i'd be podcasting <laughs> so from that
1: you would have a podcast room in your new, enormous house. There
0: you go. Actually, much like I mentioned in that one uh, uh, Atomic Geeks party, I would have a podcast wing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> See, I would have a uh, a podcasting cockpit, which would look exactly like the front par- portion of the Millennium Falcon. Very good. That's where I would sit. But, you know, talking about houses, I'm saying mine plural, man. There's no way I'm just, you know, no offense to Christian here, tearing down the place in Oakville and rebuilding you know, you, I'm going to, I'm going to have a place in Toronto, but I'm having multiple fucking houses, man. There's no question. You have this amount of money. The world is your goddamn oyster shrimp or muscle. Like, I mean, yeah. there is no, I, I'm having a home in Paris. I'm having something in New York and I'm having something in fucking, you super know, warm town, super warm town. Like I, you know, let let's just say, you know, the South of Spain, like there's, there, there is no way I'm only having one fucking mansion. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can build four or five man caves. There's no, you know what I mean? Oh, like, I don't uh, know though. Caves?
0: If I'm gonna have a, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm gonna be honest, I would. Have, there's, there, there can only be one man cave. Like man cave is more of a personal thing. How you personally decorate and personally put all those friggin' extra touches in there. I mean, you could have. What like, do you mean? If you can you do that
3: like, four times? i he's in I'm Paris. In late Wait COVID. a minute, I gotta go to the man cave. Let me catch a flight. If I'm in Lake Como, I, no, but I'm saying your house, I, well, by the way, I'm defining man cave, and I'm using air quotes here. I'm saying it's the place in I, your house.
0: I think that personally diminishes the personal the personal attachment to the original man cave. I think I'd only have one man cave, and maybe home theaters and friggin' fancy-ass computer dens in my other residences. I, don't, yeah, there only, I, I mean, think there can only be one man cave, I think.
2: I, I, I'm not so sure about that. I mean, you know, for me, I'm, on one hand, I think you're going to have... Uh, I, uh, it sounds like DJ, you're going to be hopping around a lot. I think you're going to have one, ha, one place that yes. is going to be your main living Central out of home. You know what I mean? Like, and, like, and I think that would be your dominant kind of man cave. But I would also assume that I mean, for me, I'm going to have a lot of computers. You know what I mean? And I'm going to have, you know, every, uh, everything will be personalized. But I think I would. You know, ultimately, close down one MacBook Pro and walk into another room that looks exactly like this across the continent. You know what I mean? And plug everything in that's exactly the same. You know what I mean? And reach mm-hmm. in the same drawer and there's a pipe. You know what I mean? Like I think you know, there's a, some beer on tap. Like I mean, totally. I would think when when you have that amount of money, to DJ's point, you're gonna you're gonna have you know, similar layers s- all over the world. Yeah, yeah,
3: like you're exactly. I think I do agree, and I think you would have one that would be your sort of permanent nest, and I think that's what Christian's getting to. We'll call mean? that the man cave. But I'm going to have these similar luxuries at every place. I'm not going to be roughing it in Lake Como. Oh, no, but.
0: of course. But, I mean, you've you got to start with your first man like, I mean, the first man cave, I'm going to get friggin' designed and friggin' architected up so it gets done properly instead of me saying, you know, put the coach over there, the big team over there, and the speakers, I'll put them in later. You know what I mean? You want to get it done friggin' right. You know what I mean? I mean, am I going to make trips over to Paris and say, hey – uh frenchy uh, put that the thing Vec over there and over there vu français or whatever i'm gonna get some guy to do that for me just i want well a i mean that there. goes
3: you think for christian this is the atomic geeks podcast you think any of us are doing any of this work i can't even put up drywall there's no way i'm fucking designing any of this shit the way i look at it is yes the Hall of Justice, if I may put an, uh, you know, a parallel to the Justice League of America, the Hall of Justice was their true home, but they had a JLA satellite, they had a fucking, you know, mountain fucking headquarters. I'm having a few of these things and they're all gonna be, you know, titted the fuck up. Like well, here, there's no well, way. Well here's
1: of that, my I'm ex- actually gonna have Hall of Justice. Now I'm gonna mm-hmm. build my house that looks just like the Hall of Justice.
0: Oh, That's mean, way th- better. Batman had many satellite bat caves, but none of them right. compared to the main bat cave, is my point. Right. Okay. Right. That...
2: I, I, I think we're all saying the same thing. But, but it's not like, you know, we're not, we're not just going to go to the south of France and be sitting in some wide open office. You know what I mean, There's, it's still going to have a certain oh, yeah. cool factor. But the, the thing that'll be neat was, you know, in Europe, it'll have this certain flair, you, know, like, you know, like the, bat, the right
3: aqua street. bat cave
2: thing or whatever. You
3: know, exactly. exactly. In the south of Spain, my, the rule will be I, we just won't wear shoes and we have to go barefoot throughout the house but <laughs> no but you know what I always thought that was funny is that in the new the the dark night, they had that where Bruce Wayne was kicking it in like a condo remember that in the and I was like this doesn't really this is really him slumming it a little bit didn't you think well it's cuz he burnt down the mansion it was Yeah built. but like what but Jesus Christ you're Bruce fucking Wayne man like you got wait. I got to spend a uh, you know a few uh, a few months in a condo. Like, couldn't he just walk up and go, "I'll take that fucking house and I'm buying it. Kick out and kill the whoever's in there right now." Well, you know, maybe that he girlfriend. owned like a few levels of the condo or something, or he had a man cave in it. Well, that's true.
1: Okay, he did actually.
2: i ever- actually buy a cave. But he did remember because he hits that when uh, when he when the Joker's there, he goes in through the back thing, right, and comes out dressed up as Batman. So he did have it all tricked out. But I also want to talk about I t- about this movie for a second um, to totally go on a tangent. But I didn't like how the Batcave was just that underground, uh, white lighted fucking storage locker. Do you know what I mean? I thought that was a really
0: shitty fucking oh, the, Batcave. The new Batcave, you I mean, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, because I didn't, I didn't really like, think of that as the Batcave. Though I thought of that as just a place to get shit together.
3: Like it was just like a, a workshop. So this is a perfect analogy for what we're talking about. Christian saying that actually, you know, Wayne Manor would be your permanent residence where you would set up your original pimped out, man cave and then you'd have other places that could give you could still live the lifestyle that you wanted but it wouldn't be as good as the original location
0: yes you'd have nielsen topia and then you have the other uh nielsenopolises all over the world
3: (laughs) (laughs) so
1: okay so now now we've all got our our you know pimping geek houses all over the world and everything like that but thinking back to when you you win the lottery and at the time when we're talking about this it's kind of like when we're talking to Downs, Downs is the only one who won the money. When we're talking to DJO, he's the only one. So, DJO, what would you do for your other atomic geeks if you just won 100 million? Nothing.
3: <laughs> no, uh, I let you fuckers rock. <laughs> well, you know when you're talking about this amount of money, like there it, there's no way you're not going to spread the wealth, as the kids say, uh, there, that you are definitely going to do that. I mean, and, you know, first and foremost, I'm going to take care of my wife, my my sisters, my parents, my uh, work friends, my Toronto friends, uh, some of my high school friends, some, uh, you know, some uh, college friends, a few no, of kidding. my you a sh-
0: few of my neighbors, that guy at the uh, bus stop, who, uh, the guy uh, at, at the bus quarter. stop
3: and then whatever's left. I'm sure I will try to find a way to help out my fellow Atomic Geeks. No, but, you know, honestly, what I would do for all of my friends, I've always wanted to do this, is that, and we touched on this at the beginning, is I'd love to be able to get everyone away or throw some sort of big celebratory event, no, no question. But, I mean, I would give each person, I mean, on, on this show, without a que- right off the top, I'd probably give them each two to three million dollars just to say take care of your you know your your life your your wives your sons you know i i would do that right i i can't think off the top of my head as to the gifts sure, i would sure. buy them but i would you there's no way that when i'm we're talking about this amount of money that i wouldn't give something to each uh, person that's close to my heart uh yeah. so i i would give at least three four million dollars to each of we the keep atomic. them talking, it keeps going up. So yeah, what is it? Ten, is it three? three is it three, four, four?
0: Listen, I, I got a lot of plans. No, it's <laughs> three million. Yeah, it's three. three million. There, yeah, it. I mean, yeah,
1: but well, we hope we, we hope he wins. I think for me, I always thought like if I won the lottery, and uh, I would, you know, for whatever reason, you'd want to kind of keep the Atomic Geeks going, kind of keep that one little thing that's normal. Um, so I would just hire all. This is all not
3: of, normal. You have yeah, to. This is anything but normal.
1: Well, it's a, it's a, a, some small piece of your former life before I become a superstar um, is is that, you know, you obviously up the production value and do whatever, but I would have to put all y'all on my payroll, so we'd be like entourage, and then I would pay out your expenses. So, you know, maybe not give you super lump sums, but pay you very, very handsomely. And then we would record the Atomic Geeks weekly, and then, you know, it would be like a corporation.
0: Yeah, so the, wow. so basically the show would be called uh, Atomic Bloom and the Atomic Bitches. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> That's
1: right. Not at right? all. Right? Yeah, what you I, can take the money or leave it. All,
2: all, the, all, all of a sudden, my sections get totally edited, like, way down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dan, what do you think? I, uh, okay, back to DJ. Yeah. You,
2: you wouldn't give us
1: partnership in this uh, corporation? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just saying, but I, I would pay you so you,
3: nobody would have to have a job. That's, that's that do. See, I, I think the three million dollars I'm giving you is a lot better, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, all of a sudden I'm, I, I'm all, all, all
0: a... of our future topics are, and on today's show, why Andrew Bloom is so hunky?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what. <laughs> and I'm then there
0: to be like, <laughs> what I'm
1: trying to say is I would keep it going, where DJ would just
3: throw us some pittance. And take off to Spain. No, I I never said I wasn't going to do the Atomic Geeks. You're saying what was I going to give you guys? You're we're having to work for you. Uh, You know, after the show, it'll be like Downs. This is your review. You have to get. You don't have to stand (laughs) the fold. I get your review with Bloom. Hey man, the Atomic Geeks is still going to happen, but we're all going to do it with you guys with fucking crowns on your head. Well, that would be the point too. No, I would. You'd be slave labor. I'd pay you all twelve fifty an hour.
0: Hey, that's better than I make now. Sold.
3: (laughs) But you know what? Maybe what we would do for the Atomic Geeks is we'd always do it live, like we did last week. So we would just take we'd commandeer one of our jet the Atomic Geek jets, and we'd fly out to Halifax for the afternoon. Do it there, and then the the rest of the guys would fly home. Like I mean, we'd we'd be so drunk after that, we'd have to like be there for a week, and there'd be time to record again. So we might as well just
1: pick downs up. Move well, him here, pay him a whole bunch of money, and make him live in Toronto. Force well, them. one of the things, we weren't going to be flying the plane. There's no...
2: <laughs> yeah, you <can> got <laughs> it on the plane
0: after Mike, like course.
1: you said, you can't hang drywall. I'm not putting you behind the wheel of a plane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Four men killed player. terribly
3: in plane crash after a podcast. <laughs> so, um,
1: I don't know, Downs, do you have anything that you would uh, you'd do for the Atomic Geeks, or would you just put us all in jail?
2: Um. No, I I probably do similar with uh, with Djo, but I would think um, you know I I would invest somehow in the Atomic Geeks Corporation, but I wouldn't like re- regulate everybody to slave labor. I would be kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. here's money, pay off all your bills, get all, life all set. Now, hey, I'd like to keep still doing this, so I'm going to invest in some money, and you know, that's man, if that's pretty much what jet, I would say. whatever. <laughs> yeah. I like
1: how I'm I'm giving you all slave labor. <laughs> so okay, we've got hundred million dollars. You're uh, you're living life awesome. How would you give back to the geek verse? What would you do for the world of geeks um, with your money, Mister mm. Downs? I heard Christian go. Ugh. He doesn't want to give back anything.
2: Honestly, <laughs> I think I'm gonna give fucking back nothing to the geek universe. Um, you thought
1: know you wouldn't like make movies or something like that, well, or okay, yeah?
2: Well, I mean, yeah, I, I would think that. Again, thinking long term. I would think that what something like this really gives you the ability to do is, um, especially guys like us who kind of are, have that entrepreneurial spirit, would, would give us the ability to kind of, you know, uh, flex those muscles in any way you want it. So, you know, I would think films would definitely be in my future, uh, television pilots, you know, and, and, and they might all suck and may not make it anywhere, but I would think that, you know, I, I would think I would need to do something like that to keep myself busy after, again, I drank a lot and saw a lot of places.
3: see you know i i I would i do agree with downs is that we you would definitely get into sort of content creative sort of uh, means like i'm sure all of us would and that and by that i mean what we touched on earlier was getting into you know owning or buying comic book stores you know potentially i i would probably get in the realm of producing. I've always wanted to do that. But like I'd like to like invest in some sort of films and whatnot. But the other thing I'd like to do for especially the Atomic Geek fans is I'd like to start to create road trips to get people out to like these the major comic book conventions like San Diego. So you know that way you can do like you fly out. A an entire you commandeer an entire jet and you get a group of people that always wanted to go to these events and you drink everybody up and you do a huge tailgate party and you know you spend it, like i i would do things like that where it's like things that are you know buy websites get more involved in that sort of element so i think i would just become more on the publisher side mm-hmm. uh be more involved on the you know Comic book store side to kind of create the store that I always wanted. Get more involved in the film, uh, you know, producing films. I'm not going to say I'm going to make movies, but I'd love to throw money into certain, you know, projects that we thought made sense. Bring yeah. back but I always Yeah, like <laughs> yes. you know, like I think that how you give back to geek culture. It's like I mean, I mean, I, can't, I mean, I can't write a comic book. I can't draw a comic book. I can't tech. I mean, I I'm sure I can't really make a film, but. I would like to get involved in that though. At least we could make, get those right things made. Like I'd love to give some money to potentially uh, not DC or Marvel and no offense to them because they're doing all fucking right with Disney and Warner brothers behind them. But I'd love to help out some of this, you know, maybe dark horse comics or boom studios, some of those new fledging and get involved a little bit in them to be able to increase their distribution and, you know, invest in in their or, or companies. Perhaps, yeah, perhaps produce a movie of a of a character or a. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, like that. I mean, I'm not necessarily going to jump in on the Microsoft bandwagon or you know PlayStation, but you know, the sort of to give a, a wider audience to some things that maybe I like that maybe just could use additional funds. Yeah, Christian, would you uh,
1: do? I like what DJ was saying about the. Uh, getting a whole bunch of geeks together, getting them drunk, and then setting them loose on the San Diego Comic-Con. Fucking right. uh, Giving out free uh, Spock ears. But, uh, Christian, what would would you do to give back to the the geek universe? Yeah,
0: those are awesome ideas. I mean, uh, I I think the very fact that the the four of us would continue doing the Atomic Geeks podcast would be quite the gift enough. But, I mean, um, uh. There's a lot of things like when you think about it, like for example, like a hundred million. When you think about what I'm thinking about, a hundred million dollars may not be enough, but like we could actually make an attempt to right the wrongs and, and our, like we could actually do the redos that we wanted to redo you know what i mean oh, like
1: awesome
0: you know things like that like uh, you know write other wrongs and geek them you know bring back you know bring back uh, firefly uh, make a sequel so, to commando you know make a good sequel yeah. to the matrix movies things like that you know
1: bring bring the atomic geeks uh concerns to life type of thing have the atomic geeks production company <laughs> and then you yeah you'd make commando too starring michael didgerani as john matrix
0: <laughs> but we would be like the lone ranger of the freaking geek world like hey you know we had a problem with this show being canceled let's just bring it back for three more episodes we'll pay for it <laughs> you know like yeah, get, get you know give 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 shows season finales when they were canceled before they actually could could give uh have a season finale that's, that's
3: actually we- a pretty cool idea that's
0: I mean, a always,
2: know, but you know what you know, the, the beauty of this is though is that if you do this and you make money at it you could do more of it. You know, it's not just then some crazy fucking millionaires pissing money away. It's well, like, hmm. hey, these guys invested some of the money they want and looked, then they made more and then they did it again and they, and, and again and again. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. for
1: sure. And especially with uh, content like you've got funnier die out there. You could definitely have a, a a website that could air these uh never seen episodes and things like that instead of trying to go well we'll pay for it to be on television because that would blow our wad really quickly like you could could easily post this stuff online and and have a a a youtube of our own
0: like you take those fan inspired films to a brand a whole new fucking level right i mean technically we wouldn't make money off it i guess but i mean we could still make a you know a balls awesome movie
3: and that's just for the love of it and i think we talked about this earlier as well on a previous episode is I would love, and maybe Andrew, your idea of like, maybe broadcast isn't the right uh, channel, but maybe the web is. Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to purchase the rights to so many of these unaired pilots that don't. This is a dream of mine. As I think to myself, uh, you know, if I owned a TV series or a TV channel, I'm sorry. How many pilots that must be gold that people would want to watch? There, you could do a pilot channel because i always think of george clooney did like 18 uh unaired pilots before he actually got on the real er just as an example that i'm like how many of those would be just awesome to watch like if you could buy the rights to old series that got uh, canceled or pilots that were never picked up or aired and go yeah, I'm going to buy all that content, and I'm going to put that – we're going to create a website, and I'm going to uh, make those available for people. I'd love to do that. Like that would be something that I think would be so cool. Probably wouldn't make any money, but it would just be something to go
1: – Yeah, that's your giving that's, – that's, that's the whole thing, uh, giving back to the, the geek universe type of thing. Or you could do the, the opposite and do completely horrible things uh, like bringing back um, Police Squad without Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> like just
3: things that people would hate you for. I hate you, you already
0: just for saying that.
3: I hate you just because you smell. Well, you know, you say that, and I believe they are actually doing a Naked Gun 4 that's coming out direct to DVD. I'm not sure if you guys know that. Yeah, you had mentioned that I'm in another podcast. Yeah. That makes yeah, me man. scared. Because I, uh, not to go off on a tangent, but we do like to do that. Uh, Paramount Pictures has started a new division that is now going to be a direct to DVD group. Uh, group that's going to take some of their popular franchises and spin those off into just direct-to-DVD because obviously things like uh, The American Pie, which has put out 492 sequels, I believe, to date. Yeah. Uh, so what they're doing is they're going to take things like Mean Girls uh, and make sequels. They're going to do Aeroplane and the Naked Gun series. And the Naked Gun series, uh, part four, comes out in 2010. Uh, the first one comes out... Uh, with, and I believe Leslie Nielsen has a part in it, but he's training a new, younger guy to be the lead of police squad. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This,
0: this freaking makes me shadows of, of uh, echoes of the new Pink Panther, where they picked that freaking American uh, guy. and.
1: Just, and he, Martin. Oh Martin. No, no, no. 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 Way back when? Oh, like, when? yeah, when Peter Sellers had passed away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. And it was just a, the guy that looked like kind of Clark Kent, and he was like, oh, I'm the new bumbling guy." It was the dad from Blossom. That's who it was. That's
3: what it was. You're right. Yeah. What, was that shortly was. after Peter Sellers passed? Or I have
0: no idea. But anyway, it was just it was just a mistake in the making from the get go. So.
3: so you could use you wanna, your you wanna, to the,
0: buy the, the thing ones is for
2: those things. the thing is though is that they're doing that because of the Twilight bullshit that's going on. Like that, like it worked with American Pie. They're like, you know what? Okay, let's do all of a sudden and like the Dukes of Hazard. Version two or whatever, the new generation. And they're they're doing a new generation of everything right now, because mm-hmm. they're like these these properties are sitting there. They're already telling stories. Let's just fucking we'll hook some of the parents who'll tell their kids. I used to watch this, and then the kids will watch. Yeah,
0: yeah, and a lot and of man, people just and a lot of people just go to the frigging blockbuster and they see a recognizable face on DVD case and go, I'll rent that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, totally. yeah, I know. I remember the Dukes of Hazzard. I'll watch that stupid crap. Um, okay, before we uh, before we hey, end, don't I've got be another. Fucking
2: hating on the Dukes of Hazard.
1: <laughs> no, the new one. Oh, you all right with that? Can I hate on the new one?
3: You like the new one?
2: No, no. I said, can I hate
1: on it?
3: Downs, did you Ever? like the new Dukes of Hazard though?
2: Wait, what? The movie, or you might like to mean the the one with the kids, yeah. the, like the second
3: generation one. Yeah, the, one one with the, the kids. Well, I didn't know there was one with the kids. I'm saying the new movie, the movie, It's like uh, the guy Jessica from Jackass Simpson. and Jessica Simpson.
2: Uh it wasn't bad actually. Um uh but I mean it was I, I like the original better, obviously, but actually it wasn't that bad with uh, what's his name and what's his face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love them. They're great. Yeah, they were great. really good like, in that.
2: And Linda yeah. Carter. Jessica was Simpson in it. looked hot. Jessica Simpson well, looked hot.
1: That's not hard for her. The um okay, like I was saying, before we go, I got I got one last question for the geeks. Um if Cybertronics were available when you won your hundred million dollars and say it costs like 35 to 50 million dollars depending on what part you bought what would you change or would you leave everything the same let's start with uh christian
0: cyber what do you mean like if i if i was a, but like, if
1: you can make yourself somewhat of a cyborg like you could get steve austin's eye or you could you know like the six million dollar man but inflation's happened so it's now like 35 million dollars to change an arm and uh leg
0: no, fuck that. I'm not. T- I'm not t- changing my arms because you change the arms and you can't feel things with your friggin' robotic arms. I'll change. Oh, no, but they're good. Uh, are, are, are they, they, they good? Uh, I don't. I don't trust any, that. I'll change okay. my legs though. I, I mean, if anything, with any guy gets older and, older and older, the legs are the first to go. I'll get those friggin' bionic legs for crying out. It'll keep me moving pretty quick. And there may be some jumping involved, depending on <laughs> how much I pay
1: but you would drop like half, the, like you want 100 million dollars and they go it's 50 million dollars if you want both your legs swapped out. Now granted you can run 60 miles an hour and jump really far.
0: Oh, could I do, I do you that? You take
1: half of your cash and slap it down.
0: No fucking way. No, I wouldn't do that no 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 i i, I there's I, there's a lot of trade paperbacks i want to buy i don't think I don't i'd rather be get those instead of legs
3: <laughs> remember i want to have that bat fucking rail down in my, from my top floor to the bottom floor that's, that's right that's the one yeah that,
0: that slides down and shoots me back up when i want to leave the bat cave or the man cave man, <laughs> cave, man cave
1: man cave nice <laughs> Deep, uh downs any uh, uh any
2: artificial parts uh no i like all my bits actually um some more than others. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's too it's too much money. I, I couldn't uh, justify half of my money or even a third of my newfound winnings on something so frivolous as as cool as it would be, bionic legs. What sure. if it was? What if it was
1: fifty million dollars to change out your, your whole body, but you kept your your head? No oh, you, man, you looked you looked exactly the same, but you wait, had. Wait, wait. Like, what you is just, your? What?
2: Why? Why? Why do you ask weird questions like is this? Is this a robot body or is this the like a?
1: I'm asking to see if you change anything about you with the money. That's all. Just
3: answer no, the but question. See, I, see, I, I like. To, I agree with Christian and Downs here partially. Is that I, if anything, I'm going to change, it's going to be the the gams. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm going to fix up the legs. But I mean, fifty million dollars. <laughs> I mean, because the only reason I would like to do that is one. I. Christian is so fucking right that those are the first things to go, because I'm already feeling my knees kind of being like... Or, oh. your, or the back.
1: I would change yeah. my lower back.
3: But, yeah, the, but- the, the the legs, I would change it, because I would hope that if I use Cybertronics, as you uh, coined it, <laughs> I that when I went to run, my legs would turn into some sort of tornado vortex first, <laughs> and then my legs would leave first, and my head would stay for a while, and then my neck would be like... <sighs> and get pulled over. But... <laughs> I still wouldn't spend 50, half of my $100 million on 000. If you're in the States, you'd
1: lose half of that to tax anyway. So it's like... But, but I'm in Canada. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's yeah, that's,
1: that's,
0: that's... Yeah, that's... fine. the state. Andrew brings up an interesting point, though, about replacing the whole body now. If it was replacing the whole body with some kind of super friggin' alien-infused DNA hybrid clone body, you know, like okay. still flesh and blood, but like He-Man powers or whatever, super strength and that. And you that could might live be longer? A, that, that would be a different story. Your oh, you face would yeah, you be know, like know, you
1: know what, super cold, but your body would look good.
0: But the thing is, you, you don't do
2: that right now when you feel good. You do that when you're on death's door. That's the beauty of $100 million. Yeah, but you knowing... just all of a sudden go, hey, I got $100 million. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to transfer my whole fucking consciousness into the nearest fucking robot. What the fuck fun is that? You're not going to fuck anybody. You're not going to have any fun well, still, like, guys, riding on you, the fucking jet, jet, jet ski in Florida. How many how many robots
0: ride jet skis in Florida? None yeah, but how I many have
1: robots so have $100 million?
0: Yeah, but people. I wasn't talking about robot. That was my point. It was more like a, like yeah. a, a human fleshy kind of uh, genetically grown yeah, body. like you're not like
1: you're you're not like water you don't rust you you, you know you but, still look like yourself
3: you've got your hands but
1: i agree if with you, downs downs I, would be out of money by the time he's 60
3: but so. i agree maybe i'd put some uh money into investments to pay for said organic fucking body that you're talking but i don't i don't think that would be the first thing i would do because, well, because
1: oh. a lot of yeah and and, and and i i get what you're saying like a lot of people with money And, you know, Walt Disney and and Michael Jackson, to name a few, go a little bit kooky. They change. And money does change people. So, you know, you you find out, like, cryogenics, things to try and make you live longer, you know, taking all these pills and everything. It's just like you might be a little more tempted now that you have a $100 million and things to sustain your livelihood.
2: That comes after... You know, you've been busted, uh, you know, raping little boys a couple times. That's not your first fucking thing you go and spend your money on. That's when you start to realize you ain't going to live forever no matter how much money you got. That's when you start going. You know what? Maybe I should drink some virgin's bloods because it might fucking keep me around for an extra year or two. You do crazy shit like that because you're a fucking you're, millionaire. You're, yeah, but you're
3: 86 and you're trying to stick around. No, for no, no no. no, no. But I'm I'm to Downs' point. I'm am I'm I see this 15 years down the road. I've got all of these incredible man caves around the world. I'm running a comic book store and it's uh, that's making millions of dollars. Uh, I've you know we we're investing in movies. And all of that. Well Then all of a sudden, when I get a taste of this lifestyle, at that point, I'm me like, shit, man, I I, I don't want to die anytime soon. I should probably just my head drive around on one of those like b- uh, boxes with the wheels. Who's that guy from Doctor Who? Remember that guy that was just like the head that float that drove around like a fucking do you know. What I'm I have no idea what you're talking about. It's so funny.
0: I don't <laughs> so, either. Do
3: I, but... do
2: <laughs> have you ever that I? guy? I watched Doctor yeah. Who. I don't know who you're talking. I believe did... you
1: didn't do Futurama and just say
3: like you know the Beastie Boys heads on you know that... Yeah, but they don't even have bodies. At least, at least this guy, the guy I'm talking about, is just a head and it, it's sticking out of a box with four wheels and it's yeah, driving on the ground. I'm still that's better than just better. a jar.
0: I'm still disappointed in the fact that you were still planning to have man caves all over the world. Just, just, this can't happen. One man cave. It's a personal creation.
3: Listen, man, just because you want to spend the rest of your life in Oakville, you know, your small-mindedness, don't bring me down with that, okay?
0: Shangri-La, that is Oakville. (laughs) (laughs) All
3: right, all right, everyone. On that note, let's get
1: to our atomic picks uh, for this week, and we're going to go back in the same order. Let's start with Downs.
2: Okay, uh, and for the second week in a row, I have, again, an atomic pan. Um, Stargate uh, Universe, not... So cool. Um, Pretty boring, uh, very uh, Star Trek Voyager-ish, and uh, really taking a long time to get going. And I'm not the only person to uh, think this. I spoke to uh, a couple guys, and they are thinking the same thing, so hopefully they pick this shit up before it's uh, too late. Okay, thanks, Christian.
0: Uh, My atomic pick this week, I don't know if if we remember a while back, a deal being made about, or basically not a deal being made, how uh, one of the, the atomic geeks was aghast that we are not watching the show known as the Big Bang Theory. Well, uh, I'm, I, unlike the other geeks, I'm assuming, I have been watching this show, and uh, I, it hasn't been that bad, actually. Uh, I think that the, 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 the stellar uh, performer on that show is the actor who plays Sheldon, and I have absolutely no fucking clue what his name is, but he's pretty funny uh, on that show. There was a recent episode where basically... He was facing his arch nemesis, Will Wheaton, that basically obviously ended with comedic results. But all in all, uh I find the Big Bang Theory uh you know, geek centric uh television uh, to say the least, but it, it's 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 still uh not bad at all.
1: <laughs> That's a uh the fanfare there for
3: that one. Uh <laughs> D Giovanni. Uh, I will say I, I wasn't sure if that sounded like a resounding yes from Christian. So I uh, wouldn't say
0: it was a resounding yes. I mean, it's it a, it, it's it mildly entertaining. Film. It's an okay time waster, but I don't hate it. But I don't. I'm not like going, oh my God, when's the next episode of The Big Bang Fuckers coming out?
3: Big Bang.
0: Fuck. How about? But that's, but how
2: about the fact that, David, that it's about content? David. But how it's about content we like, so we should support
0: it just for the well, fact that that's it's, why I'm giving it an atomic pick, and I'm saying I, I enjoy it. All right, so oh, good. Was, uh, I was I too panty? Was I too panny Am my
2: You're a little
1: panty.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I think
2: you were a little a little panty. I think, but
0: all right. Well, I, I'm sorry. It's, I didn't mean panty. to. So, I thought it was good. I enjoyed the show. Man, I can't wait till the next fucking episode.
3: DJ Giovanni. <laughs> all right. Well, because uh, I'm just gonna keep riding Christian's panty uh, raid here. That uh, so my pan this week is a film that I just had a chance to see, and that is on DVD. And it is year one. Man, was this fucking movie a mess. I'm telling you, on paper, when they were planning this, probably sounded like a pretty good idea. You have Harold Ramis uh, behind the director's chair, Judd Apatow and crew writing and producing. You've got Jack Black and Michael Cera and a ton of cameos. And I, I stress the word ton of cameos. But fuck, this movie did not work i'm now i am now not surprised at the box office receipts for the film gotta say if you're at all thinking about uh watching year one you might want to skip it oh that's uh good to know because i was probably going to rent that sometime
1: soon um my uh going on the panty note no actually i, I am an atomic pick <laughs> this week and i picked up on uh, a movie that's not new uh but obviously new to me i just saw it today it's uh, Eagle versus Shark with uh, Jermaine Clement and Lauren Horsley. Uh, this is a New Zealand film, not unlike uh, Napoleon Dynamite. It's it's very quirky, very strange. Um, and if it wasn't for the fact that it's been so long between seeing the two movies, um, I would say that it's, it feels a bit too much like Napoleon Dynamite. But it is uh, very cute, and uh, I like Jermaine Clement quite a bit. And his character is, uh, is pretty laughable in this, so I would suggest if you're not doing anything on a Saturday, pick it up and watch it. Uh, so that's going to do it for uh, another episode of the Atomic Geeks. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, you can reach us on Facebook. iTunes is where you pick us up, and uh, please give us that iTunes love, because we love it. And uh, most of all, come and see us at theatomicgeeks.com. Uh, where we're all there writing and listening and typing and sending shirts and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. So for all the geeks, it's Andrew Bloom. Thank you very much. Good night.
0: You've just listened to another episode of the Atomic Geeks. Visit us at theatomicgeeks.com. Production by Andrew Bloom. Title track by Don't Look Down.
1: Everyone get their
2: podcast hats on, <laughs> I wear minor podcast boots.: got, I wear a podcast cape.
0: I've got podcast elbow pads and knee pads.